0: How he treats you is how he feels about you. Well, oftentimes when we're dating somebody or we're in a relationship with someone or even, you know, going through some difficult times, we get really confused about what they're meaning, what they're feeling, and what they're wanting. And it can get really overwhelming. We can focus on the wrong things. We could blow things out of proportion, depending upon our anxiety level. And it can be pretty confusing, especially maybe if they're hurting us in a way, uh, maybe even unintentionally, that you were hurt before, previously by either an ex or in your childhood. So you might be particularly sensitive in those areas. But I can assure you that... You can start to think more clearly if you really look at somebody's actions. You always want to pay close attention to how they treat you, okay? Obviously, sometimes we have a bad day or we're stressed out or we're really really upset about something and there can be anomalies that lie outside the norm. But generally, if you look at somebody and the way that they treat you, you'll have a good idea of how much they care about you or don't care about you, right? Like if you're dating somebody and they're being really shady, they keep their phone upside down all the time, they went from, you know, freely using their phone in front of you to keeping it away in the other room, It's always and it's going off while you're in the other room, and you see some kind of shady behavior. Maybe they're lying to you. It can be even about small things. You start to pick up. you you. Get that feeling in your gut, right? You've seen my video. If you haven't, go back and watch it about um, Always Trust Your Gut. Because there's something about that where we have this intuition. When we know something's wrong, uh, maybe they're not making you a priority like they used to. They're coming up with excuses all the time. In fact, I talked quite a bit about these things in yesterday's video uh, with the 10 things that show if somebody's losing interest. But you generally want to look at how is somebody treating you. Do they treat you with love and respect, with kindness, with empathy, or are they selfish and they're constantly focused on their own life and their own world, that they don't want to do things for you, they don't want to be there for you. You've got to look at those things. And I know it can be so confusing and overwhelming when you're caught up in the moment. Believe me, I have been there. And that's why I've worked so hard at understanding these things and looking at these things and, and getting at the core of them to figure out what is really going on there. And I'm always trying to assess those things for you to help out because, man, when you're going through it, you are desperate for answers. And going to your friends and family. They're going to give you a lot of bad advice. Go to your friends and your family for emotional support. But as far as um, getting any kind of advice on how to proceed with the relationship I wouldn't do it I wouldn't do it and I can tell you from personal experience I've seen a lot of situations get a lot worse from going to people for for uh, friends and family for advice and I hate to see that happen to you guys so in today's email I have a situation this is a woman that I've done two prior email coachings with over the past six months or so. And this is our third one. Okay? She's in her mid-twenties, and she's dating a guy that was basically the same age for about three years. Now, they broke up about nine months ago, and they've been talking recently. Um, I gave her some really strict coaching guidelines in the last email coaching, and she didn't follow them. And as a result, I saw a lot of mistakes with her situation, and she knows it because she actually emailed me today saying, I promise this time I'm going to follow it 100%. You got to have discipline, guys. I can tell you that if you go with your instincts, your gut, and you let your anxiety and your fear overtake you, it's going to make your situation way worse. And you got to have that discipline and the self control, okay? So, she was telling me a little bit about the situation. She was refreshing me. I actually went back and looked at her other emails. Um, But um, I'm going to share it with you. Uh, So, she was talking about his family, and his dad moved out when he was little. He was mostly raised by his mom and his sister, and his dad would be mean when he took him out. That's terrible. Can you imagine having a mean dad? He takes you out occasionally, and then when he does... He's treating you badly. Um, As far as the breakup, they were arguing a lot. Uh, She said, my room was small and he wanted his own space, so he moved out and broke up with me. Well, you don't move out and break up with somebody because the space was small. If... If you... I mean, that's not the reason for the breakup. The the breakup was the problem that was going on between you and him. If he was happy with you, he'd be like, Hey, this place is small. Let's go get a bigger place together. He was stressed about school back then. My family was driving him crazy since I lived with them. Well, then why didn't you go get a place together? It's because I think you were probably driving him crazy, too. This woman has tremendous amounts of anxiety. Uh, I remember going through and reading her uh, other emails, and there was a lot of anxiety there, causing her to lose a lot of emotional self-control. She's always in this state of primal panic. And I suggested that she watch the video on Borderlines, because um, people that are always anxious and always in this fearful state, in this primal panic, there's a good chance that it could be a borderline. You definitely want to look into that. If you don't know what that is, go watch my video on borderline personality disorder. Margaret is in the video with me. Actually, go through the videos with me and Margaret together. I think we bring it up in a couple of those different videos. And she has an entire playlist with uh, just Coach Margaret videos. Um, But when you see the videos with Margaret, oftentimes we get into the really deep discussions where uh, we're talking about personality disorders, we're talking about dissociation and multiple personalities. We get into all of those things because mental health has a huge component on relationships and breakups. And that is why I'm always teaching you guys about that stuff. Because if you don't have good mental health or your um, partner is bipolar or they have depression and anxiety, or you do... That has a massive impact on a situation, okay? So those are some of the, you know, things that I look at when I'm assessing what's going on for you. Okay, so she said, at first I would text him that he broke my heart and that I didn't want to see him again. After that, I wouldn't reach out until he would first. The longest was two weeks of no contact and he would always reach out first to hang out. So that was good. You are starting to compose yourself and let him come to you. As far as the relationship problems, we fight a lot. He said, I was lazy, but I was always come home from work tired. Meanwhile, he would just be home and play games since he didn't work. That's a big problem, too. As Margaret and I have talked about in one of our videos, Freud said that uh, mental health was love, and work. And so, in my opinion, it's easier to work than it is to love. So, I think the first kind of, like, lower levels of functioning is, you know, maintaining a job. And then I think it's more challenging to keep a healthy romantic relationship going than it is to keep a basic job. So, he he wasn't even working. Why? I don't know. Maybe he's got money, but maybe he's just lazy. Either way, certainly not fair for you to be taking care of this guy and he's not paying any bills and he's not working. She says, Hi, Craig. I feel really hurt right now. Like somebody just took a big piece out of my heart. I know that is the worst feeling in the world. It's like Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom where the guy just reaches in and he's trying to pull out your heart. That's what it feels like. I recently found out my ex has been seeing someone else. That's awful. That is a terrible feeling that just makes you sick to your stomach, doesn't it? It really just makes you, like, queasy and you just want to throw up. And, oh man, it really hurts. He's been acting cold and mean and distant the past few weeks and started texting me less. So you can see some signs there. That something's going on. He graduated in May from a university and has been job searching. He even told me how he's been stressed out about it. He's been so stressed out that he has to stay home and play Xbox all day, right? Give me a break. If he was really concerned about it, he'd be out all day, every day, or online, doing whatever he could to find himself a good job. He has also been looking for places to move in because the room he rents is too expensive. So since he has been pushing me away, I thought he needed space and I didn't want to make it worse on him. You're having more emotional self-control than you did last time so far uh, because in the first two emails, I know that it was a lot worse from you. Two days passed and he never texted me. I got anxious. I started having a really bad feeling in my stomach, but I tried to ignore it and convince myself that he's just stressed about not finding him a job and to give him time. It all came together when he changed his profile picture. It was a nice picture of him laying down on the beach, smiling. That's when I got a really bad feeling. I saw a missed call from him that same day He changed the picture. I was hanging out with some of my friends, so I walked out and returned his call. He asked about some scissors he left in my car and wanted to pick them up. I told him, you're going to come all the way over here for scissors? I don't think he was looking for scissors. He said no. He also wanted to go with me to the store so he could buy a water bottle. Again, I said, you're coming here just for that? There are stores in your area. Isn't it obvious what he's coming over there for? Think about it. Then said he wanted to grab something to eat with me. Yeah, so the first two times weren't working, he's like, I got to come up with something. Let's go to eat. I don't think this guy is very capable of being honest and upfront here. What he should have said is, I'd like to come over and have some fun with you. Which is what I think he's really wanting here. I said I couldn't because I was with my friend. Then he said, maybe after I hang out with my friend. That's when I brought up his profile picture and said, nice profile picture. You know this is going down the wrong road already, right? You can already see it coming. She couldn't hold it in. He said, thank you. You should put a like on it. Then I asked, who took the picture? He got quiet and said, a friend. Anytime I heard the word a friend, I just think, "Mm, this is not going to be good. He always says the name of his friends, but this time he didn't. I can't imagine why he would do that. I wonder if he's hiding something. Obviously. And he didn't even do a good job of it. This is what I was talking about earlier about acting shady. Then I asked him, Who is she? He said, Why do you want to know? Why do you want to know? Come on. It's obvious why she wants to know. I told him if he's seeing someone else, he should just tell me. But he said, She's an old friend and they're just talking. I guess talking is slang for something new now. I then said, are you guys dating? He said, I don't know. You don't know? You don't know if you're dating somebody? Well, who would know if not you? Maybe uh, the governor? Maybe you should call your uncle? Maybe your grandparent? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if I'm dating him. This dude is so shady. Uh, Of course, maybe he's not dating her. Maybe they're just talking. Like, see previous talking from five minutes ago. All right. I told him, and you still want to hang out with me? Don't talk to me anymore. (laughs) Yeesh. I hung up on him and immediately unfriended him on Facebook. She was really hurt here because they had been talking for a while and she thought that things were going well till she found out he was talking with somebody new. I unfollowed him on Instagram. A couple of minutes later, he sent me a Snapchat friend request and liked one of my old pictures on Instagram, which tells me he was looking at my pictures there. I blocked him on Instagram. I felt so hurt because we've been broken up for nine months but have been trying to work it out. Well, you've been trying to work it out. Doesn't sound like he's been on the same page, but it doesn't sound like he's being very honest about things either, does it? You can't ignore this. This is what I'm telling you. The way somebody treats you shows you the way that they feel about you. If he was really interested in you and he really cared about you, he wouldn't be doing this. He would be seeing you. He would be trying to make it work out with you and he be more upfront and honest about this. Now, maybe he was leading you on. Maybe this is all on him. You just got to be careful to watch those red flags. In the summer, he's even told me how he's planning on make it official between us. Okay, so he was leading you on and letting you think that it was going to go one way, when he obviously had different intentions. And now that you know that, how much of this is he going to tolerate? Because he's not going to change. Don't think he's going to change for you. I know a lot of ladies think, oh, he's going to change, or I can get him to change, or he'll change for me. or they really desperately want it. That's not how it works. Okay? Now, I do know that a lot of you guys that have gotten broken up with are really making those changes, but it's not like this situation, okay? He was already hooking up with her, and things were going the way he wanted them to go, and he was getting what he wanted. He wasn't going to change for that, right? Because he already had what he wanted. He wasn't even working for it. In fact, he was working to get out of it. So that's what I meant about the changing. Not that you guys aren't changing. You guys are doing a great job. I'm so proud of you guys. When I talk to you guys every day, I'm always blown away by how much work you've done and how you really are continuing to grow and learning about trauma and attachment and attachment styles and, and being the best version of yourself. All right, let me go on. We even went on a few trips this summer. The girl he's been talking to is an old friend from high school, and I remember he told me about her before, but now... He really liked her, and he couldn't do anything because she had a boyfriend back then, and now she's single. So, look at that. He liked this girl along. She wasn't available to him. Now she's available to him, and guess who's the priority? Meanwhile, he's coming over to get a water bottle with you. And what other nonsense he said earlier? He said she lives almost two hours away and that's why he doesn't hang out with her that much. This might also explain why he started crying when I gave him a cute drawing. I, I, I don't know why he would cry over a cute drawing. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I did the right thing. It was all in the moment. Yes, your anxiety caused you to be very impulsive and lash out at him. I don't plan on talking to him even though deep inside I want to. Yeah, but he's going to continue to do this to you. This tells me you have early attachment trauma and you need to work through that because if you don't, you're going to continue to blindly do the same thing over and over and over again in an effort to understand it. And my guess is that you really need to look at your relationship with your father here. And this is probably why your behavior is like the way it is. Maybe it could be with your mom, too. My gut tells me, Dad. Oh, Today he sent me a link to an article on a text, but I didn't reply. That's an indirect direct approach right there. I'm so hurt by this because I was a backup plan, which explains why he didn't make it official. That's some good insight right there. My guess is that he knew that things with this girl and her boyfriend were rocky, and he'd always wanted to date this girl. So as he saw, saw that falling apart, he started to try and line her up, meanwhile keeping you in the back burner. If he was really interested in you, do you think he would be doing this? The answer is no, and I have to tell you that because I think you have early attachment trauma and it would probably cause you to ignore this. And you're still desperately wanting to correct this, but this is more about the relationship with your caregivers than it is with him. And you are trying to get the love of your caregiver through him. Think about it. All right. My question is, do you think he'll want to get back with me? What do you think is going on in his mind? And what can I do in the moment? All right. Well, do I think he's going to want to get back with you? Uh, Yeah, if it falls apart with this other girl, or when it falls apart with this other girl, he'll be like, hmm, where's my backup? Do you really want that kind of guy? You don't. You really want somebody who's going to be there for you. And he's going to show you he's going to be there for you. And this guy shows you that he can't be honest, he can't be direct, he hasn't been honest or direct. You deserve somebody a hell of a lot better than this. You know, you only get one life as far as I know. you don't want to be wasting it on somebody that's continually doing this to you. I mean, it's been nine months since you initially broke up with him. And it's been a lot of pain and hurt for you since then. You're trying to desperately make this man into something that he's not. What do I think is going on in his mind? He's he's excited about the girl he's always wanted to date. Now he's going to date her for however long that lasts. But until that falls apart, that's what he's going to be thinking about. What can you do in the moment? You need to really take a good hard look at what's going on with you and why you're tolerating this kind of behavior. It's been nine months since you've broken up. He led you on to make you feel like things were working out. All along, he secretly had this other girl in the back of his mind. And you don't want to... Hang your life up and waste any more time on this guy, in my opinion. You do what you want, but I think that you deserve a lot better than this. And you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. You are getting a terrible negotiation. You're getting a guy that's going to lie. He's going to cheat. He's going to do what he wants. He's not going to be there for you. And that isn't the kind of partner that you want long term. So... I suggest you focus on yourself, work through some of that early childhood stuff, and realize that it's more about that than it is about him. So, if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, and I do Skype coaching, and if you want to get with me right away, I do emergency Skype coaching. But that's it for this video. I'm Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.